Welcome to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Marilee Blair. Let me be your positive light to help you reach your highest potential and put you in an empowered frame of mind every episode. It's time to get excited for our lives and be in charge of designing our happiness every single day. Let's go. Welcome back to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I'm extremely excited to have a very special guest on the show today who is going to share how she started her coaching business, Completely Coaching, at the start of 2020 and has served many people, helping them to reach success despite the COVID-19 pandemic. Sarah Glenn has nearly a decade of coaching experience supporting over 3,700 individuals with goal setting, career and life design. And she has also supported over 150 businesses with their recruiting and staffing strategies. She has been trained through the Robbins Madonna's School of Coaching as a career and life coach and has extensive experience as a recruiter, manager, business developer, and coach. Thank you so much for being part of the show today, Sarah, and welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Marilee. I really, really appreciate it. I'm so glad that Huber was able to get us in touch. I know. I'm so thankful for the connection that he did for us. But thank you for being here, Sarah. Let's start the show with your favorite inspiring quote. Oh, my gosh. What a great question. So um, my favorite inspiring quote is actually from a Chinese philosopher whose name is Lao Tzu. And um, the quote is, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And the reason that that is my favorite quote, I'm loving the smile on your face. Uh, the reason that's my favorite quote is in as a coach, train of profession where people come to me and say, you know, and maybe this is something you've experienced as well in the work that you're doing, Marilee, of people come and say, you know, I need this big, huge transformation. And um, it just begins one step at a time and that as long as you're continuing to put effort in consistently day over day and maybe it's not even every single day you know but week after week or month after month or year after year that you really can get to this really beautiful destination and then along the way hopefully there's a beautiful journey too oh I love that I love that because the focus is just starting right just getting started to begin that journey so that's all it takes with everything so I love that. That's how we're starting, Sarah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and how have you designed happiness into your life? Yeah, that's a really good question, Marilee. And I think about this as looking at my life really holistically. So happiness is an aspect of life that can only I mean, I think it ought to be and has the ability to be part of our lives on a really consistent basis, but that it it flows from being really intentional about all of the different pieces of our lives. And so for me, that journey, I mean, it's, it's a lifelong thing, but really started intentionally in 2015, early 2016 mm-hmm. with uh, the opportunity to really start to look at like what are the pieces of my life that I might want to spend some time and attention with? Mm -hmm. So for me, it was my career, my finances, my relationships Mm -hmm. with my family, with my significant other, with my friends, with my body and my physical Mm -hmm. health and my mind, um, as well as where I live. And in looking at each of those areas of my life and saying like, okay, what do I actually want Mm -hmm. from these different places just start the journey of a thousand miles, right? Right. Like, we're going to just keep referencing this. <laughs> it's like in doing that and being able to say, okay, here are the places that I would love to feel happiness or love mm-hmm. to feel joy and then get intentional about, well, what mm-hmm. does that look like? Right. And how yes. then can I control that? Mm-hmm. Because there's, I mean, and especially in this world today of the wild political, the wild, you know, racial inequities, COVID-19, all of these different things that are so far outside of our control. Mm-hmm. When we allow ourselves, at least for me, when I allow myself to get caught up into that, which I can't 
control and to pull away from then the things that I really can impact and I can control and that do bring me joy and meaning in my life, that's when I'll get really thrown off, right? Mm -hmm. So looking at what are the things that are the ingredients to that comprise Sarah as a human? Um, And then from there, focusing on those um, specific aspects when I know where I'm wanted to head is what helps to bring me happiness. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You're focusing on what does bring you joy and then finding out the things that don't work either. So you don't keep those in your life. And I think like the big thing with, with designing happiness Mm -hmm. is like thinking about not that you have to have a final destination Mm -hmm. to use this journey analogy, but like, what do you want the trip to feel like? Right. You know, and, and I, in this time of COVID have found, I had this belief that running a business needed was going to be hard. Mm-hmm. And when you believe something, it, you typically, it's, that's what you create. And so mm-hmm. I made a really intentional choice. And in listening to some of your podcasts and like your experience with even starting this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. in, in starting to listen more to like, what do we actually want? Why and why do we want that? Mm-hmm. And then make a plan for how to get there. That's what brings the happiness because it removes some of the fear or some of the uncertainty, mm-hmm. some of the worry about, well, oh, is it going to work or how am I going to get there? Or what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. So that you can enjoy it mm-hmm. because you know where you're going. Yes. Yes. I love that. That's a really good point that I think a lot of people should pay attention to. It's so helpful that Sarah said that, that you have this plan, like you have this strategy for how you're going to do honestly anything in life. Mm -hmm. And that will help you. So you don't get stressed out, overwhelmed, or like, where do I start? It's start. And then if you need help in making that plan, then that's where you could hire someone like Sarah, like a life coach or hire someone in your industry or, you know, ask the right questions to the right people that can help you. So that way you can get started with what you're passionate about and continue because we should be doing the things that we enjoy as much as possible. At least if we're doing something different full time for work, you know, we could still do something part time or we can still find ways to do the things that we enjoy. But Sarah just said it so perfectly. Having an actual plan is Mm -hmm. what will help because if we're just like, yeah, I'm going to get to, you know, to the end of this and, but you have no plan. How are you going to successfully do that? You know, without a plan. So I really like that. You said that. Thank you. You're welcome. And then, so for you, how did you decide, you know, to create your coaching business and you know, what, what made you decide, you know, this is the time, like I'm going to start and kind of step away from corporate world and start your company. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, and I'll, I'll give a really brief uh, background, my, my career. Um, So out of undergrad school, I joined a recruiting firm. That was one of the top three largest recruiting firms in the world and um, had an opportunity to serve in uh, professionally responsible roles, ultimately uh, managing uh, the number of producing division of 67 offices across America. And so had a lot of exposure. I was interviewing Mm -hmm about 700 people a year and managing a team of recruiters that was between on the smaller side, three to five folks and got up to, I think between seven to 10 um, on the larger scale. And um, so transitioned during that time, I found coaching Mm -hmm. and had my first coach who I worked with. um, And from there was able to really, I fell in love with the work of, of my own personal development and of um, helping my staff and helping the folks who I was supporting in their job searches and helping the businesses mm-hmm. who I was supporting to design job descriptions and hiring strategies and figure out who they wanted. So there was this really common theme Mm-hmm. That if we zoom back even further, I was a tour guide for my college and I was the head of recruitment for my sorority and all these different things that are helping folks to get to the right place for mm-hmm. themselves. Right. And so landed on 
you know, I really enjoy helping folks to have the tools that Mm -hmm. they need to create happiness, create success, create whatever their version of life or career is that Mm -hmm. they want. And so from there, I actually, I joined a, um, another coaching firm for Mm -hmm. a bit and joined them as their director of career coaching and was with that business for about two years. And at that point I was really looking to expand the scope and scale of how I wanted to support people and businesses mm-hmm. and um, what that just wasn't available in the capacity that I was working in. So, which is really common that, um, you know, you'll go from corporate world and this mm-hmm. is a recommendation that I make to folks who are looking to maybe test out if they want to start their own business to go from whatever your corporate world is into a business that's really similar to mm-hmm. where you would potentially want to start your own business or your own practice. And so then I was able to, start my own practice where I could really serve and impact um, a a community that really meant so much to me. And um, that was end of December, 2019, beginning of January, 2020, you know, three months before coronavirus skipped across the pond to America. And here we are, what, 12 months, 11 months later. So um, yeah, so really for me, um, it's been a beautiful journey of, you know, and it's, it's funny, Marilee, I, I went to college thinking that I was going to be an attorney. My dad's a lawyer. My mom's a psychologist. When I was growing up as a kid, I always thought, oh, you know, I really like what dad does. That sounds cool. (laughs) And so, you know, I was going to be a lawyer and, um, you know, here we sit now, but Mm -hmm. clearly that's not the case. Um, but that for me, what has consistently been important is that I'm able to really help and support and impact people and serve them in a way that's meaningful and powerful for them and for me, which is why I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I've, I've been open to allowing and receiving sort of different solutions to mm-hmm. that, right? So I yeah. went to this recruiting company where I started my career, hoping that they would place me in a law firm as a paralegal. And mm. ultimately I learned more about recruiting and staffing and they said, well, would you be interested in considering a career in recruiting? And by simply being open to the concept and to the idea and my wonderful, brilliant father said, don't be surprised if they want to hire you. Um, and that I was in a place where I could entertain that idea mm. as opposed to like, no, it's not a law firm. That's not what I want. Right. Right. And so then from there, right getting into starting to work with my first coach and realizing, Oh, this is really cool. And then from working in my first coaching practice, realizing, Oh, how fun that I actually really like impacting these communities doing this kind of work to now take me to my practice, um, Mm -hmm. has been really uh, a journey that I could not have planned. And frankly, I think it's way more fun and cool than what I could have figured out on my own. And it's amazing because you, you couldn't even foresee that. And it's yeah. like, it's like this gift that happened because of your open-mindedness. I think that's what's really incredible is you came about this because you took that position recruiting and it led to this. So it's funny that, you know, sometimes we have this plan, but it doesn't go according to plan. And then something so much better came about. And this is part of, you know, your mission in life is to impact others. And what a great way to do it, because now you can serve so many people with your business. And it's just amazing because back then, you know, when you wanted to be a lawyer, you were like, you didn't even think that you would still impact people, which, you know, as a great profession, but it's just amazing that now this is your baby and you get to impact people, you know, personally too on your terms. You know, I think if we look this merrily back to, um, what we were talking about of having a plan Mm -hmm. that, um, in having 
right? And I mean, like, I was 18. Who the heck did I think I was to know what I wanted to be when I grew up? That, right, that right. I had an idea in that I looked at the information that I had in front of me mm-hmm. and said, oh, this looks like I'm going to point in this direction. Mm-hmm. And in knowing that I wanted to point in this direction, that then as other opportunities along that journey mm-hmm. presented themselves, I could mm-hmm. decide, oh, I actually want to go you know, on, on this route mm-hmm. of the journey of a thousand miles because <laughs> I was able to like make that executive decision mm-hmm. to, to follow what felt happy, right. Felt yeah. good for me in ways that, that honored the longer term goals. So then would you say, because you kind of realized that this was part of your calling, instead of being scared, did you feel just more like excited and ready for this change of starting your own coaching business? That's a great, I'm, I'm pausing and using filler words. Like that's a great question to uh, think about how I want to respond. So <laughs> was I, I was for sure, nervous, worried, scared mm-hmm. to start my own coaching practice. Um, who starts a business a on their own with without a whole lot of experience in mm-hmm. doing such things, much less um, you know, right before an international pandemic and yeah. economic crisis and racial revolution and all the things. Anyway, um, so it, there were lots of components that played into it could have been scary mm-hmm. and I'm really lucky and grateful that, um, yeah, as I, I mentioned the background, I have a really wonderful support system and, um, not only that I have a really wonderful support system, but that I've, I've intentionally created a support system around me. Um, I had the ability to, bring in a really outstanding business consultant who helped me to create a long-term vision Mm. for my company before I began so that I knew what my journey was going to look like. Right. Right. And um, it's a a company called create and Mm. that what they do is they help to design your business strategy from the standpoint of like being the person who's actually going to be operating the business. Mm. Um, So I was able to do that, to have this path that, a lot of times I find, and I would wonder maybe if this is something you've experienced, that we make meaning sometimes of um, feelings or situations that aren't necessarily the case. So that uncertainty or being unsure about something we automatically decide is like bad or scary or some like insert whatever the negative emotion is, right? When like that doesn't have to be the case. Mm -hmm. And so something that I've really started to do is look at how do I really actually feel about Mm -hmm. this? Not what do I think I should feel or what does Instagram tell me or what does the news tell me or what does, you know, so-and-so my, you know, sorority sister or friend or former colleague or whatever, but Mm -hmm. like actually listening. And I think this is a big component to feeling happy, Mm -hmm. right? Is, is looking at, well, how do I actually feel about this? And what do I want for me? Not what does the rest of the world think is important? Right. That's so, that's so hard sometimes too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good that you had, you know, like you said, Sarah, that's so important having a support system, like this community that you can fall back on and share ideas with. But I like that because you, you know, we've been talking about having a plan that you take your own advice, you know, like Sarah, (laughs) Sarah has a plan. (laughs) Yeah. You had, you had a business consultant, you know, that helped you with that plan. And so I think that's really important because that helped you keep accountable. Right. So then it's not just you. And then it's not just, you know, sometimes when people, um, 
we procrastinate, right? Like most people procrastinate. And so we have to help set our own deadlines. And I think by you also hiring the business consultant to help you, it kind of kept you like, you know, oh, you know, let's have this deadline, you know, when you're launching your business to get going. Otherwise, sometimes it's like, yeah, we have these ideas, but yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, oh, what's the rush? I'll get around to it. But the sense of urgency and paying someone, you know, it, that's yes. money. You don't want to just throw away your money that kept you accountable to do this. And you started, I just can't get over it, that it was, it's last year, you know, that in this pandemic and, and you kept going and you're flourishing and I just, it's incredible. Like, and you didn't even let that get to you. So I do want to talk about that because like, how has it been you know, having, creating this business and then the pandemic happens, what's been the, your journey with that and how has business been? Yeah, it's a, it's wild is what I'll say. Um, and the, the really fortunate, um, piece to my business is that in the same way, Marilee, that you and I are having this conversation over zoom, um, that I'm able to do my work on this platform. And so I've been able to really have access to my clients. My clients have been able to access me. So I'm in a field where in these times of such uncertainty, frankly, I'm in a great industry for that. And I'm so grateful that there are not enough coaches. There are not enough Mm -hmm. therapists. There are not enough folks who are in the world of personal development and personal care. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I wish that that was something that more people had access to. And so the the short answer is that um, the the actual act, right, of finding and supporting folks has not been particularly challenging. So coaching is, in America, there are about 20,000 coaches across the country. Um, and it's a $2 billion industry worldwide. And so um in terms of selecting um, how I wanted to find my happiness and create Mm -hmm. that part of that for me is um, career security. And so I've intentionally selected and designed a career Mm -hmm. that is secure. Mm -hmm. Now, the other side of that is it's a wild time to be supporting folks. You know, I mean, the, the things that, I hear of the loss that my clients have experienced of businesses that have been lost of, um, you know, and, and jobs and work and, you know, not being able to travel and missing holidays and, but right. All of the things that we all collectively as a society have experienced as loss right now. Um, it's a lot. And so that's where really, doing, as you said, following my own advice, having my own support system, having my own coaches, having my own therapists, all of these different pieces are so integral to me feeling good and being happy. And also in that being able to provide the support Mm -hmm. to my clients that they so deserve. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a really beautiful journey that has not all been like fun and sun and rainbows, but that has been a really, it's been a beautiful learning opportunity. And I would say that 2020 for me, while it's been a a year of loss and of struggle in a lot of ways, it also was a year of a lot of growth that um, has been just beautiful. I love that. I love that you know, that's the silver lining and the positivity, especially when you're starting your business, because there's going to be challenges no matter what. And of course, last year, it's the biggest one. So the, you know, the point that you're making, Sarah, that it was the biggest year of growth, you know, I feel like I, I really feel even, you know, with all of the bad things that had happened, you know, and people lost loved ones, no matter what, even aside from the pandemic, these are things that we're going to go through, unfortunately, no matter what in our lives. So I think it's important that you're able to focus on the growth mentality and mindset, because again, with this business that you've started, 
to, it takes a certain person to be able to impact others and, and be their life coach. You know, that's a big, that's a big responsibility. And so to look at it as, you know, there are hard times and you have to actually go through the emotions, but it's helpful because you have a team, you know, like Sarah said, she has a life coach, she has a therapist, like, and then of course you have your own community with your friendships and family and things like that. But to have those resources that you follow as you help guide other people, I think is so important and just focusing on where, what did we learn from this? Um, You know, like one of the things I want to say is because like for 2020, it's a big challenge. How, how did we grow? But also what did we also learn about our health? You know, I felt like it was a big wake up call for people to like, wow, we really need to make sure we also take care of our immune systems, you know, like making sure we're getting that vitamin C, making sure we're getting enough sleep. And so it's this, what, what are those things that we can find that are good from the challenges? And so that's why it's important to have a life coach. And so I I do want to find out from you, Sarah, why do you feel that it's important for people to have a life coach? And I, and it's nice because you have one. So if we can hear your experience. hundred percent. Yeah. And I, um, I'll share I have a, a coach who I work with one-on-one and then I'm also part of mm-hmm. a, a coaching community as well. So I'm part of two groups and, um, gosh, I mean, we could talk about the army of folks that support me. Um, in fact, maybe we will. Um, but for me, I think it, so just purely from the state of, um, why is it important for me as a coach to have a coach? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't go to a doctor who didn't believe, that they should have a doctor. <laughs> like, just if, if, she, if my doctor herself did not believe in the world of healthcare, right. such that she was not invested in going to take care of her own health, right? Like, why right. would I then see her? So, right, right like, um, so there's that of believing in actually um, the validity of my practice of coaching. Um, so there's that. And then that in order to... So the, the benefit that a, a coach provides is so multifaceted um, that there's simply the space of a confidant. Of, mm-hmm. This is a human who is detached from all of the other aspects of your life, who is only invested in your success, right? And what you want. And this is not from the perspective of your family or your friends or your educational institution or your political mm-hmm. affiliation or your religious affiliation or whatever, right? Pick your flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so who is really, when you find a good coach, mm-hmm. that that person is is genuinely invested in helping you achieve the personal development that you want. So that's huge. To have that in a confidential space mm-hmm. is really crucial. Um, and then there's the, the strategic support and planning that comes from that, that I really believe that a lot of why, um, my clients and why I have found and folks who work with coaches globally, right, have mm-hmm. found the success that they have found is because there's a methodology. There's a method to the madness that I, I work within and that it works, right? I, I, while I have edited pieces of it and while my, specific training in recruiting has really augmented it. This is a a tested strategy for decades and decades and decades and millions of people. Mm. And so it's like, it it basically it works, right? Like, so right. Like the Kool-Aid actually does what the Kool-Aid says it's (laughs) going to do. And I started with my coach, um, my very first coach, I purchased only um, six coaching sessions. It was the fewest number that I could purchase because the way that um, I was receiving the information um, was, I was like, there's no way this, pardon my French, I'm sorry. I was like, there's no way this shit's going to actually work. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, I'll just try it, you know? Um, and it did. And then, you know, and now here I sit, right? Like running yeah. my own practice and having this right. conversation with you. Um, but it's so mm. 
there's a it's it's the support from the one-on-one and it's also the strategic partnership and it's a mm. way to pause right so i was actually just talking with a, a client yesterday and she said you know i can give really good advice to other people mm. and i can really help them with what's going on in their lives like why can't i do that for myself and for my business like why do i have to come and sit here with you and like pay you to figure this out sarah <laughs> And I, I like, laughed and I said, you know, I have a coach for those very same mm. reasons. And it's, it's a lot because we can give advice to other people because we're not so attached mm. to the outcome of like, well, what if it doesn't work? Or what if I do this thing wrong? Right. It's, it's, there's less pressure on it. And so we're able to, um, like give the advice in a way that whoever is asking for it can receive it. Mm -hmm. And so the way that um, my coach operates and the way that I operate as a coach is I'm not actually giving a lot of advice, but I'm just asking Mm -hmm. questions Mm -hmm. to help the person. And this is what my coach does for me of like, well, what do you think about like, what would need to be true for that to happen? And like, how could you get there if you Mm -hmm. wanted it? And it's a way, um, have you heard the saying, you can't see the forest through the trees? Um, Ooh, I like that. Coaching is a way to pull up above the forest mm. so that you can actually see it right. through the trees. Yes, because you can't see your blind spots. That's yeah. why they're blind yeah. spots. You need someone to help it. you with that. You know, yeah, it's the right. same reason that professional athletes watch mm. playback. I mean, and any good athlete mm-hmm. watches tape of if that's a thing I mean watch his playback of whatever that whatever their um their game is that they're playing or the craft is that they're involving to to then look back and say oh you know I did that really well or oh I could really tighten this thing mm-hmm. up it's a way of reflecting when you're not in the moment mm-hmm. but then it helps you when you're actually in the moments to perform even better. Mm-hmm. So it's also about being open to criticism then, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. it's you know, and I, I don't even, like, some might look at it as being open to criticism. I almost, um, I see it more as being open to reflection and, mm. like, trying um, additional ideas mm. or new perspectives yeah. that maybe you, like, haven't or mm-hmm. haven't thought of or haven't considered before right. right because and again it's it's the the coaching that i have selected for myself to receive is less go do this mm-hmm. and more of what would need to happen like what kinds of things would need to be alive mm-hmm. for this to be the case right and that, then what that does is it like moves some of the cobwebs out so that you can start to think in a new or different way that you might not think on the day-to-day basis when you're in whatever the thing is that you're in. Right. Right. Because we only know what we know. And so it's so helpful to have somebody else's perspective because that's why we need to learn and, and have another point of view. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. And then, so then with, life coaching um what do you feel that it takes to become a life coach like what type of mindset and personal development do you need to become one and how do you handle when stress or challenges do come into play and your client needs you yeah okay great so these are um they're really good questions and i'm going to answer the first one and then i'm probably going to have to ask you what was the second one Um, (laughs) so um a so to answer the question of why what what makes a good coach Mm -hmm. um i will tell you from my personal experiences the coaches with whom i've enjoyed working the most are those who the the investment that they have the thing that they want out of the relationship mm-hmm. is to help me better myself right so and that there's so for me as a coach like I really have like one primary purpose and the mm-hmm. beautiful thing is I get paid as a result of that but that my primary like, the reason that I coach is genuinely because I enjoy and I want to help people get the tools that they need to get to where they want to be in life. And that's really why I do it. And so when you come across someone who maybe has like ulterior motives or who, um, just has like other pieces at play. Mm -hmm. Um, 
sometimes that doesn't feel as good, right? right? If it's their ego or if it's their wanting to serve themselves or whatever it is. And so looking for someone who you genuinely connect with, mm. um, mm. you know, because I'm not the best coach for most of the world, but I'm a great coach for folks who have, um, are open to this way of exploring new ideas that might actually, you know, that might support them and might support their development. And and that's the sort of coach that I strive to be because that's the sort of coaching that I have received um, primarily in, in my experiences. So I think to long answer short, um, a genuine care and want to help others mm -hmm. is huge. Um, training is really important. Um, so it's interesting. I was actually just this morning having a conversation with my therapist about um, that it's the way to, as a as a coach or and as a therapist as well, um, to feel good about the service that you're providing to your client or to your patient mm -hmm. is that you're sticking with that process that is has consistently proven to work, so that your client actually receives the results that they need. Mm. or your patient receives the results that you need. And so I say that to say, um, I was trained by, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Tony Robbins, who is like the biggest, like, yeah, Tony Robbins. Um, yeah. people are going to love him or hate him. I, I love, really, I really love, love him. Yeah. Um, no judgment on those who hate him. I know that's a lot. Um, <laughs> I just happen to be a lot too. Um, that, that, there's a, a strategy and that mm -hmm. he has created a coaching school with a psychologist or name is Chloe Madonna's and that they have created a framework that works, mm -hmm. right? So having, and it doesn't need to be that framework, but a framework that mm -hmm. the coach themselves knows intimately has replicated consistently and can apply to lots of different scenarios mm -hmm. is important. Um, so I, I think the training piece, I think the genuine want to help people, um, you know, and, and I, I think there's, um, sort of an intuition piece to it as well that you can't really like put a finger on, but you know how, when you meet someone like you and I talked merely in our first conversation and I had listened to your podcast with humor who connected us. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like she's awesome. Her podcast is great. I looked at your background. I was like, I can resonate with the things that Marilee does and who she says she is and that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. there's another piece that if you don't like your coach or you don't click with mm -hmm. the person, that's okay. Right. In the same way that if you're dating, right, you're not going like, to, in an ideal world, you're not going to marry somebody who you're like, or consistently date someone who mm -hmm. you don't click with. Right. And that's really important because if you don't drive with the person who's helping you with your personal development, you're not going to want to work with them. And then it's all just counterproductive. So, mm -hmm. um, that is, I, I think, or the, I'll cut myself off there. We could have a whole conversation just off that. But I think those are the pieces that mm. um, I would say make a really good coach um, off the bat. Um, and then, okay, so the second piece of your question was around, can you repeat yeah. that for me? Sorry. So how do you deal with when, when you have a client and you're facing, you know, your own challenges and your own stress, but, mm. but you have to be, you know, on a call and help them. So how do you transition or do you space out that call? Because, you know, your mental health is important too. So I'm just, I'm curious, like, how does that work when something happens in your life or, you know, maybe mm -hmm. there were times during the pandemic last year, things may have happened. How do you, you know, separate that, you know, with your business and how do you still help that client while yeah, trying to absolutely. help yourself? That's a really good question. So, um, several things I, um, first of all, I always, I'm very good about giving myself time off. So I don't work on the weekends. I just, I don't, period. And the reason for that is we all globally, and it, particularly in a time of lockdown and fear of lethal illness, um, need time and space to take care of ourselves. And like, sometimes taking care of myself is going for a run or going for a workout or to the gym or to acupuncture or to like all these things. And sometimes it's literally sitting on my freaking couch and eating an entire bowl of popcorn, right? Like, yeah. so it's, it's like, it expands the, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's whatever it feels restful and rejuvenating. So there's the piece of 
like consistently being very vigilant around I'll call them boundaries and mm-hmm. this I was it's I love this question Marilee I I actually intentionally set up a uh, therapy session with my psychologist this morning because mm-hmm. of this exact thing where I'm feeling actually pretty okay I'm, I'm proud and happy to report um given the work that I'm doing and I I was like is this okay that I feel okay? Like the world is nuts right now. Right. Um, so really setting the boundaries around um, when I'm working and mm-hmm. giving myself time and space to recharge is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, a strategy, like I, I have coaching really regularly. I see my coach every other week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm part of this group coaching that um, I am going to on a consistent, really consistent, like weekly basis. I'm checking in. I plan my weeks and my months in advance and I plan each day in advance and those pieces of my day my week and my month all um like connect to my annual goals which connect to mm. my five and ten and fifteen and twenty year goals mm-hmm. which all sounds really overwhelming and I promise you it's not um, <laughs> but like having like knowing where the heck I'm going right, right yes. is like super helpful for me um and then like taking care of my physical body and so that involves, I need eight hours of sleep. Like I just do. That is something that is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting really consistent sleep, you'll see me as we're talking and like chugging tea and water. Like I drink almost a gallon of water every day. Just yes. I need it. Yes. Um, and so then there's like vitamins and supplements as, mm-hmm. as that. Um, and it's allowing myself balance with what I put into my body, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who's like, like I track my macros, but I'm mm-hmm. not um, really intense about it, right? I'm someone like I went to dinner last night with a friend and had two glasses of rosé and we had nachos, and like that felt really rejuvenating for me. Um, and I'm grateful that I'm in a place where I could socially distance and mm-hmm. do that, you know. Um, but it's it's like the balance of listening to what I need and not mm-hmm. like just eating crap. Right. But right. also not restricting myself mm-hmm. and feeling like I can't have the nachos or the cookie or whatever. Right. So there's that mm-hmm. balance there. Um, and then in addition to taking care of my body, um, I, I work out really regularly and really consistently because uh, like endorphins are a real thing, <laughs> you know, and like, um, I don't, I, it just, I really, I need the exercise. Um, and so um, that's really important to me, uh, just like maintaining and taking care of my, my body as mm-hmm. well. So there's a, like an emotional and mental standpoint, there's like physical taking care of my body, there's mm-hmm. setting boundaries, um, right. there's sleeping and there's just like sometimes chilling and not doing anything to give myself the, the time and space and not putting pressure on. I have mm-hmm. to always be creating something for my business or doing something. And that, you know, knowing that we all, myself included, have worth because of just being a human and that it it's okay not to create or have mm-hmm. like this year for me merely like I spent all last year creating the practice the coaching practice that I have this year and right now I'm enjoying that and maybe some other things will come from that but for me this year I'm not doing some new big thing mm-hmm. because I just started a business 11 months ago in a pandemic <laughs> dang it <laughs> And that's good because that makes it easier for you to be there for your clients because you're doing that for yourself. You're Mm -hmm. giving yourself that Mm -hmm. mental health space that you need. And, and I love always talking about boundaries. So just what Sarah said when she's talking about paying attention to her boundaries or not working on weekends, because, you know, sometimes some people do that, especially when they're starting a business, they'll just, you know, work themselves to the ground as much as possible. But, and everybody's different and everyone has their own formula for what works for them, but it's Sarah knows what formula works for her and what doesn't. So when she's talking about how much sleep she's getting, she needs to be active and how much water she's drinking. Those are all things um, to pay attention to. So I just, I'm really grateful that you're sharing that with us too. And you, you say something really powerful there, Marilee, that I want to highlight for folks, which is paying attention to what you need. 
right? So, for example, um, my coaching sessions wrapped up, like, I, I had an afternoon available last afternoon. Um, so I went out and just, like, took a walk and enjoyed it. I mentioned, you know, had dinner with a friend. And um, then I came back and sat down and was kind of felt rejuvenated, so started doing some work and made a very impressive spreadsheet that I'm proud of myself for and then like got to a place thank you thank you um, <laughs> got to a place where I wanted to start another project mm. and I like went to go open up the screen and my like something in my brain was just like no we're done now mm. and when I was younger mm-hmm. I would have just said no no like I'm just gonna push through and do it and in, in the work that I'm doing in terms of serving other people and really helping them to get to where they want to be and in a pandemic globally for anyone to listen to this, like your body and your mind know when they've had enough and they will tell you. Now, the option that we have is exactly what you said there of do we choose to listen to that or do we, you know, push through it? Mm-hmm. And that I would offer it's okay to rest right now. Like it, the world is wild and it's okay mm-hmm. to just take a break and take a rest and recharge and come back to mm-hmm. it on another day. And Sarah, I want to know, because since you have a therapist and a life coach, um, what do you feel is the difference between yeah. the a life coach and a therapist? And, you know, what are the benefits? Because I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are like, do I hire a therapist? Do I hire a life coach? Do I hire both? Like how, what does that look like? I mean, what is it, what did it look like for you? And um, how does, how do people choose if they can? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really important distinction too. So I'm, I'm glad that you're asking about it. So I talk about coaching and therapy in that structurally they're really similar. You're working one-on-one with a trained professional in hopefully mm-hmm. a confidential nature where you are focusing on you and things that you need. Now, therapy, and this is not all therapy always and forever, but mm-hmm. for the most part, therapy is focused on where you are today, mm-hmm. right? How you're feeling, how um, relationships in your life are going, and that could be relationships with yourself, with your body, with your family, with your friends, with your money, with your career, like like relationships globally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and why or how you got to where you are today. So looking from here today, sort of um, almost like back facing. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally consider therapy to be very cathartic because it's reflective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Of like, why or how Mm. did I get to where I am Mm. right now? And for me, that has been very helpful because then it it helps me to understand what have my patterns in the past been and have they been serving me or not serving me? And do I want to keep them or not keep them? Um, And if you ask me my own personal opinion, I work with a cognitive behavioral psychologist. If you're thinking about therapy, Mm -hmm. get a cognitive behavioral psychologist. Um, And if you want some information on it, email me and I'm happy to share it with you. Um, but what that does is um, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, um, helps you to understand. So it's cognitive of like how your brain works, mm. behavioral, and then based on how your brain works, how you behave. And it's providing therapy based around that. Mm. Um, okay, so that's therapy. Coaching is actually like the opposite of that. So coaching is where are you today? Where do you want to be? Mm. And how then do we create and take steps to get there? Right. So, so coaching is much more like let's create a result or get you somewhere. So it's, it's a little more, um, outcome focused. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so like, Lord, I am not a therapist. I am not qualified to be a therapist. I mean, you and I could probably have some big jokes about like celebrity life, but yeah. we're all therapists. So <laughs> we'll go down that journey right now. <laughs> but like that, that I'm not trained as a therapist, mm-hmm. right? By right. the framework that I am trained in is let's help you to figure out exactly mm-hmm. what you want 
And that we may, in that journey, look at what are some of the things that you're telling yourself? What are some of the things that you believed? Mm -hmm. um, and we may do some tweaking and reworking around that. And I, as a coach, have um, many of my clients also work with therapists so that they're like kind of like swiveling their head in both directions, which can be really helpful. Sometimes that can be overwhelming as well. So you've got to think about for you. Um, and if you're interested, I can talk about my own personal journey with this, but you've got to think about for you as you're deciding between a coach and a therapist, um, is, is my primary focus right now on, do I want to understand how past behaviors are affecting my current life and, and how I might get some support to perhaps improve or change, or maybe just understand where I am now so that I can then move forward in a way that I have more knowledge and more information and, and feel more secure in, in how and why I am where I am. Um, so is that more the outcome that you're looking for? Or is the outcome that you're looking for more of, I, I want to figure something out, maybe I feel mm -hmm. stuck, maybe I have a next thing that I'm wanting to get to, and I'd like strategic support on how to do that, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. Wow, you put that together so perfectly. Thank you so much. Yeah, that and that's my yeah. personal experience. And, um, you know, there, there may be coaches who might disagree with me. There may be mm. therapists who might disagree with what I've said. So, uh, you know, my caveat to that is this is it's my personal experience mm. as someone who's been trained as a coach, as someone who's the daughter of a psychologist, and as someone who's worked with um, several different coaches and a couple different therapists as well. Mm. Um, and lots of different people who have had different treatment plans. But knowing that everyone's experience is, is different. And, and you were going to mention a little bit about your personal mm. experience too. Yeah, for sure. So um, I actually, I stumbled across coaching um, interviewing therapists. Wow. <laughs> because I oh. didn't know that coaching was a thing. Mm. And um, I was struggling in my life at the time and um I'd been in um, the longest relationship um, to date of, of my life at the time. Um, it was sort of like struggling in the relationship. I um, was not really taking great care of my health. Um, I had gained like 35 pounds over three years. Um, I was in like externally stuff mm -hmm. kind of looked good, right? Like I had been promoted three times um, and was now in this like big management, like front facing role. Mm -hmm. um, had some like stuff with my family that I just like wanted to kind of work out. And um, so anyway, I'm interviewing therapists and each therapist that I spoke with was like, wow, like it seems like you're really experiencing like a lot right now like let's talk about that and I was sort of in this place of like yes yeah, thanks like I'm I, I'm willing to do that but like first I need to get the heck out of where I am right now like I need to move forward because I feel like I'm sort of drowning mm -hmm. right like I need the tools to be a good manager I need the tools for how I'm gonna like take care of my body I need the tools for how I want to like be and show up in a relationship right like yeah yeah I'm here <laughs> like and I almost was like not that and so I'll get to this but like not that I didn't care about mm -hmm. like why but I, I needed um to just like make some improvements to stop feeling like crap and I I kept finding like beating my head against the wall of like, oh, like this isn't right. Like the backward facing stuff seems valuable, but it's, it's not quite what I want. And the person who I was dating at the time was like, Oh, like you don't need a therapist. Like you need coaching. And I was like, ah, like what's coaching? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, and so more. then I, I met with, um, I interviewed uh, Tony Robbins coaching company and, um, I was super young at the time and I like literally could not afford it um, and was like heartbroken and then interviewed a coach who had their individual practice and like had to like ask my mom to loan me the like $500 for mm. half of my first coaching package, um, which like I, I like recognize that even saying that is like such a privilege that I had a family member who was willing to do that. Right. But like, that was the place that I was like, I didn't have the money to even like figure this out and how to pay for it and how to do it. Um, but that when I had my consult with the, the person who I ended up working with as my coach for a little bit, um, for years, actually, 
I was like, oh, like, yeah, like, I just want to figure out how the heck to move forward. Mm -hmm. And then for me, as I started to really, um, like, take control of things, right? Like, um, the analogy that's sort of presenting in my mind is, have you ever tried to, like, move too much dirty laundry from, like, one place to another? And it's like, you finally, like, get your arm around it. Um, So once I, like, finally got my arms around it, um, that then I was able to, and then I wanted to look mm-hmm. at like, okay, now like, why did that happen? And like, mm-hmm. how did that happen? So that I don't repeat those things. Mm-hmm. And so that's then where my therapist was super helpful. Um, and I work with, you know, it's, um, so I work with a, a one-on-one coach. I'm part of a group coaching, um, community. And then I'm also, you know, I work with my therapist who, um, at times I was seeing her as regularly, as once a week and you know we have we spread out to every other week and then it was once a month and now I really just call mm-hmm. her uh, you know like I had mentioned as this check-in of like I'm supporting all these people in this mm-hmm. like crazy crazy times and I want just a gut check on like how I'm doing and the things that I'm doing to take care of myself so now she's got the background mm-hmm. with me and she's become in a lot of ways a strategic partner because she understands like we've untangled a lot of it Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, okay, like, have you thought about this? And like, here's maybe how this is showing up and why, mm-hmm. right? So um, it's a really, really beautiful blend. And it's not just those components that are taking care of myself. Like, I am really grateful that I live in a building where I have a beautiful gym and a personal trainer and I have an energy healer and I have an acupuncturist and I have a physical therapist and I have a great nail tech and like, you know, all of these, like such an army, you know, I have yeah. a wonderful accountant and financial advisor and a mm-hmm. lawyer and all these different pieces. And that didn't happen overnight. And mm-hmm. like, for those of you who are listening, like, I want you to know, I could not afford the coach that I hired and I had to beg a family member to help me to cover that. And that was in 2015. Um, and now I have this whole beautiful army of folks who um, are my support system and that I can now stand and, and serve as my own support system as well. I think that's so important what Sarah has just said. She has this whole army, right? Like this whole team um, that can help support you in such different areas in your life that we need. And so I think sometimes when people see, you know, like a successful person and someone who has their own business, um, sometimes people, you know, they just see the highlights and they don't know what it takes to become that person. And that you also have this whole team of people. So I'm, I'm so happy you're sharing that because yeah. it, we, we need all these people. I mean, right. Like we're people that need people at the end of the day. Yes. Like we 100%. need, we, we need other people. We can't just do everything by ourselves, Right. And so I think that it's so helpful, you know, to know that, you know, someone like you, that you're a successful life coach, but you still have a team because you know what it's going to take to build yourself up and build your business. So you need those types of people. So that way people know, you know, because I just feel like people don't always talk about that. And we don't know, you know, that people have all of these other people in their pocket, you know, like this resource team, you know, like, oh, I need, I need my life coach. I need my therapist. I need my trainer, like all of these different people. But it's, it's important because a lot of successful people they do have their teams. Maybe they just don't talk about it all the time, or maybe people aren't paying attention to that. They're just so focused on, they're just, you know, doing so amazing, but it takes work and it takes all a tribe, you know, it truly does. And it's, you know, I, I think a beautiful, um, like obvious example of this is professional athletes. You don't become a professional athlete and then fire your whole training squad. You hire more and more and Mm -hmm. more and more and more help Mm -hmm. because the better that you want to be, the more support that you need to get there. It's just the way it is. And anyone who tells you otherwise is afraid to ask for help in whatever the, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just not true. Yeah. We can't, do these things on our own there's no way I could have mm-hmm. like 
you know, my business consultant is outstanding. Like he has an MBA so that I don't have to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm always joking with him. Like, thanks so much for getting that MBA. <laughs> uh, you know? And I'm so grateful. And I'm really privileged that my dad is a, an attorney and he has taught law for years. And so, you know, I have that support. And so it's, it's, yeah, just, I totally agree. And I just, I, I bring up the professional athlete as an analogy because people are like, oh, well, you know, they're a pro athlete. Like they need a coach. Yeah. And if you want to be a pro, you need support too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because we're all human. We all go through yes. things, you know, we just, we don't always see what everybody's going through, but yeah. everybody's going through something. And Sarah, so let's talk about your uh, packages, your different coaching packages that you offer sure. so people can get an idea. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, I typically start folks with uh, a one-on-one sample coaching session just so that we can both get to know each other and decide like, hey, does this make sense? Um, And that from there, we'll do some exploring around is coaching the right thing for you is, you know, and we have the whole therapy versus coaching conversation. So if that's appropriate, I'll have that conversation. Um, And we with the person will will come up with, okay, so here are the things that you're solving for. Um, and this is either why I think I would be a great resource for you, or if I'm not the best resource for you, um, let me help you to, to find the, the best resource. And that um, I'm typically offering the first two to three sessions as almost a trial period to make mm-hmm. sure that I think that I'm going to be the best resource to you and that you feel like I'm the best resource for you as well. So from there, um, I offer really three different primary packages for my one-on-one coaching um, that are either meeting weekly or every other week. And for my beginners um, or folks who are new to the world of coaching with me, um, and that either that is 10 sessions, 18 sessions, or 24 sessions. And so that's either going to be if we're meeting weekly, right? So that'll be, oh my gosh, what, 10 times so either three months, <laughs> sorry guys, um, either three months of weekly sessions or um, it'll be longer, right? So because we're speaking another week to um, five months of coaching for the smallest and then up to my 24 session packages of six months of meeting every week up to a year of meeting every other week. Um, and that depends on the person and really what they're hoping to accomplish. And again, I mentioned to you, right? I bought the smallest coaching package possible when I started with my coach because I was like, this is witchery. Um, <laughs> so um, that's how I operate right now. And that my clients um, oftentimes will then re-up their packages with mm-hmm. me. Um, or, you know, and a lot of the times we accomplish what you've come to coaching with. You've picked up some really beautiful tools and then, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's that you're flying on your own, mm-hmm. um, which is also really, really wonderful and exciting. Um, I'm currently also working on a couple of fun group coaching projects. So just starting to put those things together now. um, And I'll have more on that in probably the coming two to three months, um, but around some different, like more workshop style where um, there'll be more accessible pricing and it will also be larger groups of folks so that you can come in and say, Oh, I really would love to learn Mm -hmm. from a coaching framework standpoint. Like how do I set goals or like, how do I start a new project or how do I appropriately interview for a job or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm picking a couple different topics topic areas. Um, And my hope, though I'm not certain of this yet, is that then from those individual courses that I may do then, depending upon the needs of the folks who show up, um, maybe some more targeted or focused groups, Mm -hmm. um, just based on on kind of what happens from from there. So that's sort of newer and um, and in the works right now for me as well. That's exciting. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, welcome. And where can our listeners connect with you? Yeah, great question. So a um, couple different places. Um, I am on Instagram all the time. So um, completely underscore coaching is uh, my my coaching practices Instagram, which I just opened. If you guys would follow me, I would so love it. Um, but so it's completely underscore coaching. Um, and then my personal um, Instagram is skglenn15, I think. S-K-Glen, I think it's skglenn15. Um, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Um, so just Sarah Glenn, uh, DC, 
And then I also have a company website that's just completelycoaching.com where you can see a little more about me. I've got resources. So this podcast will be on the website there um, as well as Yelp, um, as well as lots of other resources. Um, so podcasts that I've found powerful and helpful for me and, and for my clients, books that I've read, um, some articles that I have also found helpful as well, some things that I've written. So um, yeah, that's my my website. Um, and you know, Marilee, something that I, I neglected to talk about, I was thinking more one-on-one is I also do offer um, corporate coaching. So mm. um, I do some work with um, two primary pieces, three primary pieces right now. Um, one is I mentioned my background in um, recruiting. And a lot of the recruiting that I did was um, for operational and executive support staff. Mm. And so um, I've done some coaching around supporting executives who are um, working with a newer assistant to really strategize just so that um, both parties are working as effectively together as possible. Mm -hmm. So that's some coaching work that I do. Um, I also do, there's a a tool that I use called a DISC profile. Mm -hmm. And that profile is a personality assessment that shows both um, how you work, so how you operate as an individual and as a professional, and also why you operate the way that you do. And so um, I use that tool in a a corporate group setting so that folks can understand both how they operate as an individual and why, and also how their colleagues operate. And that's Mm -hmm. been something that's really been powerful, particularly with COVID, because then you're understanding like, how is the best way for me to connect or communicate to Marilee, right, on our company Zoom or, or whatever it is. So um, I also provide um, that as well as just like if there's specifically tailored mm-hmm. things that um, folks need. You know, I've, I've done some goal setting workshops for corporate organization mm-hmm. kinds of things as well. So there's a corporate side. Um, I guess I was just talking more about the, the one-on-one stuff. So how yeah. about that's amazing. There's so many options that they have. So mm-hmm. it's basically Sarah can do anything. And then Sarah, I just wanted to mention your, um, your sample consultation one more time. Um, if you could just share that one more time with people For that sure. are listening to this episode that when they contact you um, to mention that they listen, they listen to you on this podcast and yes, heard you definitely. and then they can get your, um, your free offering. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So um, I, anybody who listens to the podcast and mentions the design your happiness podcast, as you're reaching out to me to coordinate our sample coaching session, totally and completely free coaching session for you to figure out how we can design your happiness together. I love that. Please take advantage of that. Please, Sarah, thank you so much for being here today. You're amazing. Please reach out to Sarah on all of the social media and uh, that she mentioned, her website, and take advantage of her free sample coaching session. You know, it's if you really want to move forward in your life, design your happiness, design your life, and have that strategic plan please contact her because it's important. The time is now. Let's get started. Go back to her quote. You know, that journey of a thousand miles starts with your first step. So please contact her. And thank you so much again, Sarah, for being here and all of your wisdom that you shared with us today. Oh, well, thank you. It's been a real joy to be here. And I appreciate you inviting me into your community of folks who are being really intentional about the lives that they're creating. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. And I really appreciate the invitation and the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design Your Happiness podcast. I appreciate you for listening and I hope you feel inspired. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. I hope you have a beautiful day and get excited to design your happiness.